0: On Absolute
1: Radio. Absolute Radio. This is
2: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And you can text us on 812.15 or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. There's the admin, Don Dusted on oh, Fluffed.
3: Yes. Okay. I'm very glad to have you back, Frank. Thank,
2: Thank you, you very you. much. I was uh, I was a bit poorly last week.
4: Frank Skinner was indisposed. Is I Is
2: what they say in <laughs> columns? I was, um, I, I tell you what, by the way, I, I came in this morning in a car mm. and the driver, you know, sometimes listening to the radio, there might be someone listening to us in a similar situation, listening mm-hmm. to the radio now and, and again, it goes like, it does like a sort of, a, <laughs> like it's not properly tuned and it growls at you. Do you oh. know what I mean?
4: I'm not sure I do. Yeah, no.
2: suddenly it's saying, oh, this is a war, war magic FM, magic FM, and it does that and it makes that weird noise. Okay. He had it like that and, it, and usually you adjust it. So you get it tuned up. Right? He just left it like he liked it like that. Like he used to be in the Velvets and he liked a bit of uh, feedback. <laughs> so uh, it was quite early this morning when you don't really want. Uh, here we are. on. Uh, you don't want that. Uh-huh. No. Other than that, I suppose a, a velociraptor could have got into the <coughs> radio studio. <laughs> and we were listening to a man being slowly torn apart. Mm. So, yeah, I was, um, I was quite... Uh, I, I, I lay in bed this time last week thinking, I bet there isn't a radio presenter in Britain who will feel worse than I felt this week. <laughs> that turned out to be incorrect, of course. <laughs> no, I, I, was, um, I did feel uh, poorly.
3: It's not what you think. Um, I um, Can I be honest... I quite liked it. Did you? Well, I got the call. Just talk about it from my my perspective. Oh, yeah, let's do that again. Um, (laughs) And um, Daisy, the producer, called, and she got quite formal, Frank. She quite liked it, I think. She said, hello, Emily, I'm sorry to disturb you. Sorry to disturb you.
2: Sounds like a voice message. Was well, she computer generated. Yes. <laughs> and then I liked like the, Anna Nova.
3: She was. And then I liked the drama, Frank. She said, The show's cancelled. Oh, I felt, wow. I oh, felt like the Rolling Stones. I loved it. The show's cancelled.
5: Oh well that's
2: how did you and
4: find out, Alan? I got a call from Daisy also at six thirty. There's an element of where were you in Canada gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <I'm> <laughs> I like the way my girlfriend
2: found out. My girlfriend got up, um, put the radio on. Said um, about 12 times, oh, listen to Daddy, listen to Daddy now. <laughs> and then uh, it was Andy
5: Bush. Oh, dear. And
2: it's uh, <laughs> about five past eight, I heard my... I was sleeping in the spare room, I had the door open and she came in to, to check to see if I was in there. Oh. Like like I was having an affair or something. <laughs> and I only claimed to do a radio show on Saturday mornings and I'd been caught <laughs> out. And I did that thing which I find is, is a quintessential element in any... Um, relationship. I pretended to be asleep. Did yeah. you? <laughs> and I think, there's a lot of people who say, I'm, I'm we're very honest, we share everything. I bet there isn't a couple on the planet who haven't, at some time, one of them's pretended to be Pain asleep. Sleep, uh-huh. yeah. What is it about? It's just something exciting. It's, 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 it's <laughs> the thrill. The thrill of the ruse. <laughs> they well, think I'm asleep, but actually I'm not. All I find right. it scintillating. I, so you
4: pretend <laughs> to be asleep and and that you actually let them think that you're asleep, whereas I sometimes pretend to be asleep and with everybody in the room knowing that I'm not asleep. And so I'll just... what that's rough. You know, that, that, you know that. that? You know that fake that's thing? Not, are you doing it now? Like, no. where people... <laughs> yeah, I do it most of
2: most days. Uh, my favourite one is sometimes I pretend to be awake.
0: <laughs>
2: when really, I'm having a bit of a snooze. Oh, nice. No, that, I, I've always found that very exciting, pretending to be asleep. Uh-huh. I'll do it in the street sometimes, <laughs> if, uh, if conversation goes a bit wayward. Oh, uh-huh. that happens to me a lot. It's great, though. You, you know, they're looking at you and you think, oh, I wonder what, what expression have I got? So I do a smiling expression? <laughs> and so I'll worry that I'm having a dream of some sort of eroticism. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, there's a million games you can play if you're in a long-term relationship, whereas um, if you're not, it's, it's basically uh, Patience. You stop with.
5: This
3: is
1: Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had
3: a tweet. I don't mean to sound pathetically grateful, but we have had a tweet. This is from Marie. I bet it
2: wasn't the first time.
3: No, (laughs) you wouldn't (laughs) be wrong. Morning, Frank. You were a question. I'm so going to get my own back now. You were a question on the chase this week.
2: What is the chase? Or is this... Uh, Were well, they just out walking in Cannock? I don't know. Is it, is it a quiz
3: um, thing? I can tell
4: you it's a quiz where there's a chase er, uh, and uh, and then there's a person and there's basically like a general TV? knowledge quizzy expert. Yeah, yeah, it's a what, TV. What channel are we talk. about? I think it's ITV and I think it sometimes clashes with Pointless so you may not have... Oh, gone. what?
3: I will be skyplassing <laughs> it now.
4: But it may not clash <laughs> entirely with Pointless. Do you I'll from Pointless. What I about think you can a, go from one to the other if pointless you Pointless like. celebrities
2: last week. Um, cheeky Girls or something. <laughs> Why they? Yeah, that's a bit harsh to put them on a program called that. (laughs) (laughs) And I I said to Kat, "They'll sell go out first round. They'll sell go out first round. They'll sell go out first round. They win out first round."
4: Oh, Oh. I was expecting a surprise there. No, no surprise. (laughs) Not with the (laughs) Chiefs. Oh, spoiler
3: alert, the cheekies went out first round. Turns out
4: one of them's an expert on Brunel. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew?
3: Frank, do you want to know... Can I just say,
2: one of my favourite examples of reading between the lines was um, uh, Margit, who is the mother of um, the cheeky girls. I saw an interview... you know
3: quite a lot about (laughs) (laughs) them. You know their mother's name. I've
2: worked with the cheeky girls. Of course you have. And... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Margaret said that when, when um, Gabrielle was going out with Lembit Opik, she said, oh, they're talking mm-hmm. about all sorts of intellectual things I thought, I, the other day they were talking about astronomy and I yes. thought, I know exactly what they were talking about, they were talking about his theory that, that, a, that a big meteor is heading towards the Earth, that's what they were t- she wasn't talking, she was being spoken to by Lemby Opik <laughs> about his pet meteor theory, and halfway through she was thinking I hope you're right and I hope it comes now <laughs> <laughs> carry on
3: Anyway, you were a question on the chase this week. Do you want to know what the question was?
2: Um, let me guess. Who had a um, massive hit <laughs> with uh, a single called Three Lions?
3: No. Which comedian lost millions?
2: <laughs> oh.
3: The contestant and the chaser both got it wrong. Yeah. Well, well, I can exclusively reveal <laughs> yeah. that it was.
2: It was, mate. They didn't know that. That was something. No. Can I say, um, I was uh, in the warm embrace of Coots, the bankers, when I lost... Uh... Oh, my mm. God,
3: I feel sick when you mention brands. Um, <laughs> very
2: kindly this week, I received uh, a Coots diary through the post. It's right. nice, Frank. Yeah, so I thought, it's not a total loss. Yeah. I'll put that in the gains column. So, <laughs> um, anyway, I'm back on my feet now. <laughs> Anyone to worry? don't send in money. It's not children in need. <laughs> Um, well, odd to see Girls Aloud last night with Cheryl. Yes. Back in the fold. I didn't. Well, didn't how did you,
3: it. what did you think of it?
2: I thought maybe she might have gone back because things aren't going as well as they were, but that, I don't, do you think that's right?
3: No, surely not. Uh,
2: i just seen her as part of the gang, like, seen Robbie as part of Take That. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't happy with it. Oh. Well.
3: Grimace was on last night.
4: Grimace? Yeah. yeah.
2: But you know that bit in the chorus line? when, um,
4: when musical
2: the, yeah when the woman uh, <laughs> auditions for the chorus line she used he's to be a star he's very
3: metrosexual yeah.
2: <laughs> and the bloke says you can't have you in the chorus line you're a big star And she said look I just need the work it was oh, like yeah, that okay. it was like that but alive on telly oh.
3: Oh. okay okay um we've also had an email yeah which I'd like to read out to you this is from one of our listeners in Malaysia Penang one of
2: our probably our listener in <laughs> Malaysia <laughs>
3: This is Mike, who's a fan of our show. What is the Malaysia... Malaysia's something Asia. Mm.
2: What is it? It's not something, though, is it? There's a word. Uh, Malaysia's truly Asia. That's what the advert says. Oh,
3: okay. Malaysia's truly Asia. Well, Mike Formoso, who sounds quite sopranos. I like the sound of him. Um, He'd firstly like to add a contribution... It'd be better if it was Mike
2: Malaysia from Formoso. (laughs) Might Malaysia. Malaysia would be a brilliant day, wouldn't
5: it?
3: He'd like to add a contribution for left wing shops. Remember, we were discussing that as a concept? Wow. As yeah, well, two, two old years old. Yes. ago. Yes. <laughs> the communist compact car dealer, Ho Chi's <clears> Minis. <throat> Good. Yes.
2: That's good. Yeah. We took. I went to a socialist bookshop called Bookmarks, and we mm. were talking about if there were other uh, shops that were had a communist thing. Oh, but I that. really
4: took off at the time. I a, used to a do a year and a half In ago. my
2: stand-up about twenty years ago, I used to do a thing about Bullseye. remember in Bullseye when they used to say things like "In one," and he yes. used to he used to sum up stuff uh-huh. by saying uh, if music be the food of love, tuck in to this radio cassette player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And one of them was, um, in six, from All Chi Minh to me no chin. It's a video of <laughs> Vietnamese war
5: atrocities.
2: <laughs> um, can you still say me no chin? Well, if you can't, then I'm speaking about it in a historical thing. It's not the sort <laughs> of material what? I do now, obviously. I
3: don't think you've done the worst thing that a DJ's done this week. So no, you
2: right. Well, I'll don't, allegedly.
3: Okay. Okay. Um,
2: so, uh, speaking of. Yes. Uh, oh, sorry, did you have something else? No, to
3: I say? was just going to say he's getting married. Mike Formoso's getting married in three weeks in Ho Chi oh. Minh City. And yeah. he says, It's dawned on me, I've had loads more interaction and pleasure from the show from an hour or so every week in my email.
2: Than I have from my fiance. Is that how and this
3: is going? <laughs> then he has. <laughs> is he proposing? Um, his so he's inviting us to the wedding. Basically, we've got an invite to a wedding. When is he? He says, There's loads of eligible chaps to show me around the city. Okay. Um. There's no date, which makes me think it's um, uh, a non-invite, really. Oh,
2: right. It makes me think that they'll just have it when we're when we
4: available. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there should be more room wedding
2: invitation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rather than
4: a save-the-date card, a choose-the-date card. I that'd quite be fancy Ochi Min City, though. Mm. Yeah. Me too. That's
2: a great. You know, people, they go to elaborate lengths to call things like St Petersburg and stuff. Like that. Why not just say the name of the person and then put city after
4: it?
5: mm
2: what, Radio City? It's got everything. Um,
4: Is that where you live, Mr Radio? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: where I live. <laughs> I live
4: in
0: um, Right Castle Radio. <laughs> it's where I live. Absolute,
1: absolute, Absolute
0: Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: I'll tell you what I'd love to know. I don't normally just come up with a uh, text in Out of the Blue... Mm. But something like that's been very much in my mind this week is celebrities turning on Christmas lights. Oh, really? You've got so, a story. Well, you, I, I, uh, I'd, I'd just like to know is <laughs> uh, who did your local lights, because mm. um, it's surprising who comes out <laughs> to, do, to turn the lights on. Yeah, there's all sorts. I haven't been asked. No, (laughs) I used to turn the lights on uh, in David Baddiel's house on Friday nights.
3: (laughs) And then you turn them off again, you like to save the pace. I was at
2: Shabbat Goy. (laughs) What's that? You know, Jewish people, on the Sabbath, they can't do anything because it's a time of rest. So they get a non-Jew to come in and do things like put the dishwasher on and turn the lights on and stuff like that, yeah. I used to flannel wash him from head to foot <laughs>
4: <laughs> on a Friday, and that's called Shabbas goy. Is that, it?
2: That's a Shabbat. Elvis used to be a Shabbas goy when he was uh, when he was a young man. Yeah, he get paid. Oh really? But I mean, you know, you not supposed. To, it's not supposed to be a job. You're supposed to be yeah, helping,
4: yeah. and then they. Give well, you that a time gift. you would have been on the circuit as well, so it would have just supplemented your comedy. Yeah, comedy. exactly. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a lot of work. <laughs> Orthodox
3: Judaism. I used African to. Uh, yeah, I used exactly.
2: to cr- cross and uncross his legs while I was watching the television.
3: Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, else? Yeah, I wish he
2: didn't wear the dressing gown.
3: <laughs> oh, and the big lapels. And the, uh, too many guns. <laughs> I
2: think he's talking about David Baddiel now. Uh. <laughs> That's
3: yeah, me well, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> talking about...
2: He doesn't have any guns of any kind.
3: You think you know him? Yeah. Um, no, I Frank, know him. I don't like to boast. But up you north... Okay, I do. <laughs> but up the North London Way in the Highgate area, Alex Zane is switching on the lights. Wow. Can I just say is he? I like an emo like Christmas lights because he might be a bit it's a bit sort of Santa and eyeliner and skinny jeans, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Fringe. And yeah. Uh, Frank George Michael, I'm whispering when I say his name. Yeah. I always worry about George getting Michael. sued. But um he contributes to the whole He's not, not turning, turning the lights on. No, no, but he gives money say, towards he the He Rarely
2: lights. turns the lights on. He's no <laughs> car. Fly me. I say he'd have been a, he'd have been a scoop what about Regent Street in uh, in central London was turned on by 40 members of Team GB, the, the Paralympics and the and the Olympics teams and the cast of Matilda Really,
5: mm. many there's to be
2: turning them. I'm not putting them up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get there. Rebecca Adlington would be on a cherry picker with a, with a coil of fairy lights. Were,
5: right. they,
2: were they trying that, to? Perplex- I'm not suggesting, by the way, that Rebecca Adlington has a coil of fairy lights. That would be oh, very impractical.
4: Mm. Were they trying to perplex somebody that said how many members of Team GB does it take to change a lightbulb?
2: But I mean, uh, they can't all have a... You want to see the the sort of plunge, you know, the sort of celebrity plunge they get. You want that? and They wouldn't have all been able to get a hand on it. That's that's
4: over-egging the pudding.
3: There's Mouse turning on the lights in Oldham Town Centre.
4: that sounds really like a money-saving idea, though, (laughs) because they haven't had to pay a proper celebrity. That's well, there'll be the voice Oh, off.
3: I like it when he gets angry. A proper celebrity. No, no,
4: I mean, like, I'm,
2: I'm worried now about spoilers. Well, that's in Oldham. i bet we find out that Alan was up for that. And <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
4: There's an air of bitterness, not
2: No, no, no no, no. no, the thing is with that, they're saving money and good you know, people, you proper you know what acts.
4: It, you know what it is? I realised that I was about to say a person <laughs> in a mouse suit and then I worried, oh, the kid, it might be kids listening. And so I've, I've backpedalled yeah, and realised. Good, good on you. Anyway, it's happens. out now, it's out he now. He
3: can't turn them on, it's like that snowman. Advert, it's ridiculous. Is he going to be on a stool? I'll find that depressing. But they've if got on a, a blog that's
4: just on equity minimum in a mouse costume. <laughs> that's <laughs> much cheaper you than getting actual... I know I've done it
2: now, but it's now it's <laughs> out, out. I watched children it? in need last night, and uh-huh. there was a lot of uh, virtual podsy.
4: Oh, was there? A lot of, yeah. Oh.
2: A lot of computer generated, and there was the odd shot of the person in the podsy outfit. I mean, you couldn't see their face, but from their from their posture, you could tell you was thinking they were thinking, oh, "I can see how this is going." Right. won't want me at think, all next year.
4: Do you think the real Pud's is getting a bit old and starting to lose it? Like the when real, the um, the real Pud's, <laughs> like when the Blue oh. Peter pets go a bit funny and then they get moved out. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm already blind in one <laughs> eye. <laughs> that's
2: right. <laughs> been put down, <laughs> lost the bowel control as oh, well. <laughs> I, don't to, I don't want to think about that. Oh
0: dear. Absolute, absolute,
1: absolute radio.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, talking
2: about Christmas lights, if you can still call them that. Yeah, oh, probably yeah. have to call them winter lights. Don't you know, um, you I've know, snowmen get away with it? No. Everyone if if a white male. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be changed.
3: So patriarchal. Have You ever seen a snow
2: woman? They must make. Yes, them. I have seen them. Yeah.
3: Mhm. I don't think much to them. No. Um, Jeff Lloyd <laughs> Macclesfield. <laughs> Well, is
2: that his full name?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Lloyd's doing Macclesfield.
4: Yes. Yeah, I heard a bit of his show the other day where he was hoping that some coach driver would drive him up there. Was <laughs> it? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't it? hear the end of it, but um, what uh, is? It's a good. He's hitchhiking to say? Christmas like lights it, on. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it. Oh, that. Uh, no, Rihanna. You know Rihanna.
2: I know Rihanna. Yeah, you, you know you probably I don't know, with her, but I, work I, with I, know, all, I, know. I know. she is. She's <laughs> one of those uh, performers. Who one very much associates with young women watching her perform and saying, Go, girl. Yeah, well... There's a certain she, group of those, Beyonce, probably uh, Adele. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, saying, yeah, go, girl. She <laughs> Go, is girl.
4: Five million pounds, I believe, for uh, turning the Christmas lights on in a shopping centre. Go-girl! <laughs> go-girl, indeed, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a big old go-girl. You,
3: you on make on it, it sound a bit threatening when you say
2: it. <laughs> there must be caretakers listening to this. I, I turn the lights on in a shopping
4: centre every morning and I get um, £38 yeah. pounds a week. I mean, I don't like to undercut a fellow self-employed performer, but I would have done it for four... Four, four million? No, four. Oh, yeah. Four, four quid.
2: That's what she's getting, five million?
4: Yeah, I mean... The irony of it is that I bet she gets sent a lot of free stuff. She never goes in shopping centres. I bet she's... I bet she doesn't even switch her own lights on. Exactly. she yeah. has staff for that, won't she? Yeah. Probably wonder, the first work she's done for years. I wonder how much the
3: lovable rogues from Britain's Got Talent are getting.
4: What, where did they do?
3: Well, I only know because Daisy, the producer, she was boasting a bit. <laughs> she went, other lovable rogues doing Ealing. Huh? Oh, I didn't even know who they were. Had, yeah, I, I remember them. them. They, were, you? they were
2: three sort of jolly lads. They're a on bit Britain Mumfordian. They were a bit. Um, I think they might have had a uh, ukulele one week. A bit Mumfordian. Yeah, they Would
3: were they lovable. Were.
2: They were. They were in the Mumford uh, Bracky.
3: Mm.
2: <laughs> I loveable? don't think they'll be getting five minutes. Oh, they were lovable. Oh, yeah. All right. Whether they were rogues, That's who's
4: to say? I don't know <laughs> about that. I wonder who's doing Murfield, where I grew up. Someone will text in, won't they? Murfield It'll yeah, be West fine York. time Fontaine. It'll be it'll be. It's yeah, that, an actor? You know. Fine time Fontaine. Fine time
2: Fontaine. Yeah, I know that actor. Yeah, he always does. Um, he always does panto. At Whitefield Opera House. If I remember, <laughs> does right? He? So you know, he's in the he's in the ballpark.
4: Well, where I grew up, Murfield is the only other person that is in the public eye that has come from there is um, Patrick Stewart Jean-Luc Picard but I, can't, I can't imagine he'll be doing Murfield's Christmas line. Oh
3: I love him, I loved his work at that award ceremony with James Corden <laughs> 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 One of my favourite things
2: ever I'd be, I'd be quite chuffed to see uh, that's a good booking if they get Patrick
4: Stewart I bet they, they can't though can they surely in fact, I'm not even sure Murfield gets Christmas lights. Well, they don't <laughs> even
2: get lights. <laughs> I
4: don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you, you know the North Perhaps has been get... heavily hit by the cuts, don't you? <laughs> maybe that
2: uh, that job that Rastamouse, that maybe they'll get you in to switch the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. Oh, no, no, I know you would. I do doubt that for a minute. And you'd do the voice for Rastamouse, Rastamouse if you had to. <laughs>
1: Absolute radio.
0: We're we going
4: to take a, a little trip to email corner. Oh, OK. Do you want the jingle and everything? Oh, Sorry, am <laughs> I being high maintenance over oh, no, no, here? <laughs> All together. Email <laughs> corner!
5: <clears throat>
4: and relax. Hi, Frank, Emily and the Cockerel. Whilst walking... A whilst walking the dog under a beautiful starlit sky, I was listening oh, to lovely. the podcast Love
2: it so far. And to you mm.
4: discussing reusing waxwork dummies um yeah
2: oh yeah, I was saying that there's a shop in uh, London that's got um Susan, s- Sarandon. Susan
4: Sarandon in the window <laughs> the Waxworks no no real reason mm-hmm. um, I have first hand experience of this. last year, I took my kids and nieces to Portsmouth to see h m s victory oh, in the they... Battle of Trafalgar just experience. About that.
2: Two days ago, going no. to see that. Were oh, yeah. Yeah, I met someone from Portsmouth,
4: and I was saying I
2: flew over it in a helicopter once. It looks great. Oh. I was what? on the Golden Hind once. You know the Golden Hind, Francis Drake? I think it yes. was a replica. Stop name-dropping. They had uh, a parrot on there. Oh. That, uh, it was very quite a good one. Right. Quite lo- loquacious. I oh. was And it? Um, two days after, me and this mate, two days after we went on it, the, the whole thing burnt down. Oh, oh, no. God. Parrot was... Um, parrot and all. Parrot died in the year. toast? Yeah. Oh. I remember my Another mate said... Another dead parrot? <laughs> my mate said, oh, oh was only, he was only talking to me two days ago. <laughs> 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 it's a terrible way to go, that poor thing. Imagine it screeching and then on the perch, as in a rotisserie.
4: Some people are having their conflict. Oh, sorry. Right now as you Can we g- get back
3: <laughs> have to... Have this morbid it, um... fantasy
4: of... so we're in the victory.
3: Yeah, HMS uh, victory.
4: Um, yes, HMS Victory. In the Battle of Trafalgar experience, there are a load of mannequins reliving various aspects of the battle. Mm. As the sound of cannon rang around the room, I suddenly came face to face with Sir Bob Geldof, dressed in British naval <laughs> uniform, <laughs> some sort of megaphone in his raised microphone hand, screaming instructions to the crew. I looked in vain for the rest of the Boomtown Rats, or even an errant mid but he seemed to be alone. I have photo evidence, if you would like to see it. That is all. No night's move. I simply don't have the time to show Emily around Oxfordshire mm-hmm. unless late at night with the dog. Don't, oh. do that. don't say no to that.
3: <laughs> that sounds very Tory MP. That is <laughs> very...
2: I actually, um, I did a PhD in mid-year. Have I ever told you this? Before. No. Yeah, in the work, the life and works of mid No. Yeah, I was, I was a mid student. Oh! <laughs> <So>.
3: oh. <laughs>
2: I'm terribly, very good. I'm oh, very terribly good. sorry, everyone.
3: <laughs> Why did you pursue it? I think
2: we've... <coughs> I I think we've dis- I have it. we not discovered here <laughs> Some sort of... Um... Not very exciting human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the, the waxworks have been, they've been reused. I mean, Bob Geldof has been press ganged. I can't, it's as simple as I liked.
3: I looked in vain for the rest of the Boomtown rats. Good luck recognising them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <they>. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, who's, the, who's the sailor in pyjamas? <laughs> we never had one text telling us who turned on the Christmas lights in, in the area.
5: Mm.
4: That's true.
3: Do you think they're all right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> are you worried about I'm a, I'm a, them? <laughs> I'm a bit worried about the audience. I'm, you've got a bit, he hasn't about...
3: called, I hope he hasn't had an accident. <laughs> yeah, can, can you can, 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 so gone like if that. If you're listening,
2: can you nip round the listener's house and, and see how many bottles of milk there are on the step? Because I, I think they might have had one of their falls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm so glad you like my fingerless gloves. Alan hated them.
2: I like them. they got got sort of a sexy step-toe feel to them.
3: Alan said uh, they reminded him of... What did I say? Hilary DeVay. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love Hilary DeVay. I know. Now it's the winter of our <laughs> discontent
3: <laughs> made glorious summer.
2: By- anyway, um, we're, back we're still email in the corner. corner. Are we still oh, yeah. there? Yeah. We don't need
3: to return. No, I haven't,
2: I haven't sounded the uh, retreat.
3: Okay. Dear Frank, Alan and M. quite personal... Um, I'm a long-time listener of the podcasts, and was surprised to hear Frank mention filming of the Fast and Furious 6 near his house the other day. Oh, yes. Because the filming has just finished for the very same film, Below My House. What's so special about that, you may ask? I live in a small village in Tenerife, just below the volcano, and they've been using the new and not yet open ring road to film some road chase scenes, which runs just below the village. Every day, kids have been hanging over the bridge... That doesn't sound
2: very well, that helpful sounds safe to you. Mike, hmm. sounds
3: a bit Michael Jackson's, uh, <laughs> <the> hotel room. <laughs> Blanky. Um, Watching the filming after school, it's all been quite exciting, and yes, I probably will watch the film, even though I can't say that it.
2: wasn't the joke. Some of you might have thought that was a very dark joke, it, no, was, about I Ang- it mean. was about hanging his baby no, blankie. Yeah, blankie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suddenly realized I'd had a, uh, a juxtaposition of images which could be misinterpreted, and I just wanted to nail it right there.
3: It's not quite dark, but um, when he's, I see the certainly
2: not as dark as it used to be, no, <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact well, actually, it. probably is now. <laughs> OK, um, when I see the
3: Russian bridge, I'll be thinking of you. That's I hope that's Kirstie. not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's from Tenerife. You keep, you
2: keep my Russian bridge out of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, um, oh, that's lovely.
4: That's yeah. nice, but it's a couple lo- of points, Emily. I think you'll find it's pronounced tenerife
2: in it.
3: Is it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, you want to take me out, presenter? <laughs> yeah, in
4: that in there's a that of, way. Been a lot of filming outside
2: my flat over the last uh, week or so. Cause, uh, a... There's a new ABFC. You know, I live near to Lambeth Palace. Oh, yeah, new ABFC.
5: Yeah, the new guy. I wanted to ask you about
2: him.
4: He's literally new. Justin isn't
2: he? Welby. Justin Portal. Welby. What? Shut up. Yeah, that's his middle name. Portal. Oh, no. Yeah. And you know my big portal theory about when you listen to music... <laughs> oh, and... God. No, it's clean. I'll, <laughs> I'll, tell it, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you, I'll run it by you during the adverts. OK. And you can... No, no, it's perfectly clean. It's, it's, uh, it's sort of musical theory. Mm. So, nip round and see if they're all right.
1: Absolute,
0: absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Did you forget? <gasps> Text Did you us forget? on eight twelve fifty. We I, I have to do this bit every hour. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at FrankOnAbsolute. Oh, what a chore. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I don't want to give people dead air. I want to give them something new and different, even if it's rubbish. i like it to be something they haven't heard before.
4: Well done for soldiering through that. Thanks very much. <laughs> Right. At least I
2: don't have to I'm not one of those people on the adverts who have to say do, 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 do it. I've got it right <laughs> at the end really quickly. That's how I need to start doing it. See how quick I can well, do it. We'll have good. a bit of a we'll,
4: we'll look out for that. Next o'clock. next
2: hour I'm going for it like <laughs> there's no tomorrow. And at my age <laughs> there might not be. <laughs> so um what 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 what
3: what well, we've what? got some Christmas lights oh. um news. eight oh four says Hiya all. I like a hiya mm. Hiya uh, <laughs> In Bristol, JLS switched that's on the lights. That's good, that's a result. At the Moor yeah. Cribs Causeway. That's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, that that's is a good Because
4: um, he's only recently finished his court case, hasn't he? So um, Who? J- <laughs> oh, JLS! Not JLS. I was going or... to <laughs> say, did he have his pocket pad? Um, <gasps> uh, no, he's,
2: uh, he's out and about, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
4: I've
3: seen him. And, um, and Steps did the honours in Yeat. Is Ye- what's Yeat? what's Yate?
4: It's a wine lodge.
3: That's what I thought. The bubbles
4: really burst for steps. (laughs) (laughs) Turning on the Christmas lights and yeah, (laughs) it's wine lodge. Oh no! (laughs) No, I think it's a place. It must be a place. I'm just. It'll be a place. I'm I'm making a little joke. Steps?
2: They were on, uh, weren't they? On children in? I know they were on the One Show. Oh. Oh
3: okay. And what were they doing? Miming. (laughs) I thought they might have been eating or something.
2: No, they were on a bus miming. We've all done it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have a little tape for me saying uh, 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 one and nine penny to Birmingham Town Centre, please. I've wow. play, been playing that for, what, f- 40 years. <laughs> mm.
3: yeah. Mike, what was this radio... Th- As Mr Radio, I think it's wholly appropriate that you were... The star turn at the radio I festival. Was at the, I, 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 I love that you were I, there. I, I,
2: I say was the star turn, but I was at the radio festival in Manchester this week. The radio festival, in case you're wondering, is very like the TV festival with one main difference. No pictures. It's about radio. <laughs> mm. uh, and it was, you know, there was a lot of um, proper um, radio stars. Like, mm. You know, before me, um, Vicky Blight was interviewing Aww. Steve Lamacq. Mm-hmm. And then after me, I think Billy Bragg was doing the John Peel lecture. So it was a very, it was a very um, interesting because John Peel, of course, is like this is like a Kevin, okay? yeah? Kevin Bacon. Can, I think, <laughs> okay? I think, yeah, okay, okay, uh-huh. yeah, I think there was so much good on the other side of the scales. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm not sure. But no. I, think, I think the jury, the jury's out. But he was, he played The Fall a lot yeah and uh, <laughs> oh.
5: and interestingly,
2: he played the fall a lot. It, Billy Bragg was giving the john Peel lecture and um a little connection little Kevin bacon connection uh-huh um once when interviewed um E. Smith asked if anything frightened him, he said Billy Bragg in a lift oh
3: okay.
5: so um
2: a little little connection there. Mm. I'll leave that with you.
3: <laughs> I, was, I met him once with uh, Russell Crowe. Billy Bragg. Anyway, I didn't want to top you. But <laughs>
2: you met Billy Bragg with Russell Crowe? Yes. I'd rather meet Billy Bragg, to be honest. Russell Crowe's always seemed like a spiteful individual.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I can't comment. No. So go on. Is he actually a crow? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. That's Ronnie <my> Wood.
2: <laughs> what I'd like is that you say, I met Russell Crowe, and um, John Pertwee came in, and he was absolutely terrified. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he
2: used to play Wurzel, Gommage, Mark. Yes. Mark, did you not get it?
3: Meanwhile, over at the Radio Festival...
2: Yeah, so um, I had to... Um, I was interviewed by Adrian Childs.
3: Yes, the two Brummies.
2: Yeah, it was a bit... I think they were struggling a bit because, because we, got, we, we got very and then there was the time I <laughs> usually got caught like that. I could see people <laughs> were struggling. But it was, there was a line of introductions. Mark Radcliffe had to introduce Adrian Childs and then Adrian Childs had to introduce me. Wow. Um... I was tempted to come on and introduce Mark Radcliffe and see how long we could keep it going. <laughs> but Mark Radcliffe's introduction was very fine. He said, we've uh, got, um, um, we got um, Alan, Adrian Charles is going to be uh, in, introducing uh, Frank. Adrian Charles, i just never met him before, much taller. Much taller <laughs> than you'd expect. Very tall. He said, if uh, you ever meet the Proclaimers? Said, That's a similar thing. You expect them to be small, but they're very tall. Very tall <laughs> So, when I went on, I said, it's weird that, because I met um, Peter Crouch,
1: surprisingly squat. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
2: Sorry, we were, um, we were uh, just talking about me being at the radio festival.
4: In Salford. In Salford. Not Manchester. Sorry, just Sorry.
3: quickly, before Minor we point. continue. No, it's,
2: it's, 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 you're quite right.
3: Croydon Had Mo from EastEnders That's from Belinda
2: Big or Little
3: <laughs> Oh, good point Oh, it's got to be big
2: Well, I don't know Would you risk her on a gantry? <laughs> 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 so, um what was we- Oh yeah, it was on about the radio festival So I was talking about the whole I should say that Sarah, our, our assistant producer Won uh, a sort of a Well, she's in a special category uh-huh. Called the 30 on the 30s it's supposed to be the 30 young people in radio who are the most up and coming, promising, will mm-hmm. do great things. Am I right? Yeah, brilliant! It's
4: exciting. Yeah. congratulations. It's a
2: poison chalice, but then she's used to that.
4: <laughs> yeah, she, she, she did seem upset about last week's week off, muttering something about <laughs> the dosage. I don't know what that yeah, was exactly about. Right.
2: I felt I felt a lot better. Since. <laughs> I I'm
3: think she,
2: I think she overdosed with the week before. That's why I was ill.
3: <laughs> Under thirty, my eye. Oh. <laughs> oh,
5: it was a
2: bit insulting, but I was just glad you said I. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so that was. Uh, I tell you what, we did talk about. We talk about how I, I, I my listeners won't be aware of this either of them, but um, <laughs> I deliberately place myself in a sort of uh, cosseted cloud cuckoo land on this show. Is that there is a screen face? I sit at one side of the, on one side of the desk, mm. and uh, and Alan and M sit on the other. And there is a screen where the re- there's, uh, where a listener's texts uh, come in and mm-hmm. emails, and I have mine switched off in case anyone says anything unfriendly. Mm. I simply can't cope with negativity <laughs> of any kind. Yeah. I need to operate on a theory that I that this show is has got Britain rocking with laughter, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how. I'll... If, if there's any doubt in that, I'll just I'll just crumble, mm. and so. Um, I use Alan and Emily as a, well. I think what um, Saddam Hussein used to call a human shield. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to take the bullets
4: for me. Yes. And um, a lot of your radio career, you use uh, Gulf War analogies <laughs> on as well. It would. Have he's, been. A,
3: he's a bit of a Storm and Norman.
4: <laughs> yes. N- later, I'll
2: be introducing the mother of all travel. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So, um, oh. who is the mother of all travel? Would you say? There must be a goddess somewhere.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll work Oh, there. we'll have a little we'll thing. Text in. Yeah, yeah, text in. Unless on 1215, if you know who the mother of all travel is.
2: <laughs> on
4: absolute um, deity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be absolute maternity? Probably. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so um, I explained this, and I, and, I, and I said, so, you know, I always imagine that everyone is absolutely loving it, and that's how I get up on Saturday mornings. And... Uh, I said, for example, and I told them about the A.E. Houseman alarm, which regular listeners will know about every mm. time the uh, the poet A.E. Houseman is mentioned as the alarm goes off. And I, I explained this theory to them, and nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing <laughs> at all. Because I've always, I've always thought it was one of the great comic con- constructs well, of the 21st <laughs> <laughs> century. Turns out nothing it was, in it. there's nothing in it. We all. thought it
3: was dead parrot sketch level. <laughs> yeah, I never enjoyed that, actually. Yeah. Um, really? No. Um don't mind Monty Python very much. So, anyway... Uh.
5: <laughs> uh,
2: that's a bit. So we all like different things. Uh, can I say, I was laughed at scornfully before this show began this morning because the rest of the team were talking about how they love homeland. <laughs> and I said, I've really got into Merlin. <laughs> so why is that funny? Why is that funny? Why is that funny to read? Is. <laughs> It just is. It's a really good program. I had no idea. <laughs> because
3: it's very sweet. It's a bit eight-year-old boy in Wisconsin. That's what I like about it.
4: Well, it's I also just... it's just funny. Just take it as the. Have you uh, seen it? You know, I've seen it, but it's. You said you funny were being on cool, didn't he? Yeah. What's funny is that you really like it at a point when everybody else is into Homeland. It's just funny. It's a it's a funny bit of being Frank. <laughs> I think it's anti-Britishness. <laughs>
2: Just Homeland's an American programme. really ones. got these people say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's like that episode of Seinfeld, isn't it? Oh, it's like that time. You <laughs> remember that time on Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, I don't! I don't know that episode. I don't remember that time. And I don't care about that programme because it's not from the, the, the home of the English Rose. It's not from the home of Shakespeare. It's from America. So
0: shut up about it. Like, it makes you clever, you idiots.
1: Absolute. Absolute
0: Absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: Frank did go on a bit of a rant about earlier, didn't you, darling? Um, well, that's
2: been, gone a bit Craig horn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but Martin has texted in, or tweeted us, to say, don't worry, Frank, I'm sure someone has said it's like that episode of Blue Heaven.
2: I bet they haven't. Can I say Blue Heaven was a sitcom that I did in the l- early 90s. Yes. There were six episodes. If anyone's ever said it's like that time in Blue Heaven, I will eat not only my hat... But I'll I'll eat one of those big Philip Traces that by George West. Oh, Mm. right. In his black neck, period. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. When he thought, getting a bit of a double chin, I know.
3: (laughs) I'll paint it black. Paint it black.
4: Paint it black, why not? We've also had texts in about uh, the mother of all travel. Oh, yes. um, With many uh, as saying Judith Chalmers. That's a good... uh, Mother of all travel. That's a good choice. One or two saying St. Christopher. <laughs> well, <he's, laughs> I wondering. thought him,
2: but he's uh, both fictional and male.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which does put a spanner in the works. Well, a lot of one... my
2: favourite people are fictional and male. I'm not holding that against him.
4: One saying, uh, how would you pronounce, Bordesea, Bordesea?
2: I think it's Boudica now, isn't it? Is it? Oh, yeah. they
3: keep changing. I can't, they're so blessed. Bless you talking to These a goose. It's busy times. I can't keep up with it. <laughs> you're talking to a, a goose. Yeah, you have
2: to say Boudicca to, to a goose. <laughs> 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 I don't know about you, I wouldn't. Anyway. Yes, Boudica, Mother of all travel. What, because of the um, chariot?
4: Chariot with the uh, blade sticking out the axles, I guess. Oh, the so, little yeah. Ben
3: Hur one. I like that.
4: I think she uh, died on Peckham Rye or something. There's some linked to Peckham Rye with oh, no.
3: them. I don't think that was a chariot. There was a she shopping trolley. Last. She was a lady. Maybe. Um Frank <laughs> I've realised because you were sick <laughs>
5: Yes.
3: We didn't discuss the elections. Which was very what exciting. Elections? What ones? It was Obama one, that Obama won that expensive Oh, I think thingy. it meant the
2: police commissioner. No, <laughs> no one discussed that, did they? No, That's no part even, of the
4: problem. I
2: love that. What well, brilliant. I, I should <laughs> have stood. There's areas.
4: If i had stood, I would know with the police commissioner because nobody voted. You know, you know, everybody basically wants an easy day at work. Do you think the counters, when they turned up that ballot box and nothing fell out, they just thought... Oh, this is going to be easy. Rather than just tons I of. I thought
2: other. they'd all be police people as well, the police commissioner. Yes, thing.
3: I would have assumed that.
2: Could John Prescott be arrested for impersonating a police officer? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant.
3: But Frank, I've got a confession. Oh, tell us. I I slightly humiliated myself on Excellent. election night. Definitely I'm afraid. tell
2: us. Um, I've just remembered that I don't eat during the talking. <laughs> 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 One week off, and the whole system goes to pieces. Sorry, everyone.
4: Carry on, it him.
3: Sounds lovely. Mm. Um there's
4: probably a whole seminar at the Radio Fest on uh, why not to eat chocolate hobnobs during the broadcast. Sadly, I missed it. Uh. Go on. Pray tell. So, um. Dr. Fox says no chocks,
3: <laughs> I think was the title. Um, I was. I thought I'd sort of keep abreast of what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank. <laughs> Rubbish. Rubbish? Yeah. But I've got... I don't think you'll approve of this, but I'd have... Do you mean the American election? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'd had a few, Frank, I'm afraid. I had a few champagne cocktails. I'm sorry to say, yeah. I'm sorry. It all went a bit 90s. I'm I'm all for it. Um, Just
2: because I don't. I
3: know, Frank, but I don't think you would have liked the person I became that night. Well. If I'm honest. Because I got got quite talkative. You basically couldn't hear any other voice other than mine that entire evening. Right. But I thought I was articulate. And because... Anyway, I was standing by this bar. This Dutch man approached.
2: Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah.
3: Came up to me, quite young. They're all,
2: they're all right on the flat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put them on a hill. Yeah.
3: He approached me in what I don't think was a filthy creep way, to be fair. It was <coughs> just sort of a Dutch hospitality yeah, way. Yeah, they're very,
2: very open people. Yeah. Not not like us. If,
4: if he'd offered you a drink, you'd have been paying for it. They go Dutch, so. Well, well, that's well. That's of
3: course. It's I wish I'd thought of that. Instead, what I did. <laughs> Was bore him. I turned into what I call pub Paxman. I bought him. We started talking about the elections. Yeah. He said, oh, what do you think? I said, I'll tell you what I think. I went on and on. About an hour. I don't even know anything me? about politics, Frank. I was an going hour? on about primaries and caucuses. I don't really oh, know really? what they
4: are. GOPs I Did talked chuck GOPs? I started
3: lecturing him about proportional representation <laughs> he said we have this system in horror. I said, no 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 but the thing is <laughs> yeah. I just said first past the post because I heard Paddy Ashdown say that once <laughs> yeah. I went on and on do you know how boring I was He walked away. He didn't say excuse me or feign illness or say I've got to go to the toilet. He just left.
2: Walk off. I must say it's brilliant when you're so bored that manners go out the window (laughs) and you think (laughs) escape is more important than charm.
1: Frank. Frank Skinner.
2: On Absolute Radio.
1: Absolute Radio.
2: We're talking about how boring you are, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
3: I was drunk, to be fair. Yes. Um, We had a text in from 990 who says, Central Reservation, Emily, which I like. Which is a reference to your years.
2: Yeah, when I was drinking, I often um, slept on the Central Reservation of... of Various traffic roundabouts in Birmingham. I can't imagine you doing that. Though. No, I think you've got your fingerless gloves. Yes, <laughs> I have.
3: I refer to it as I say, were you central reservation drunk? I say to people, hoping <laughs> they'll understand. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I was. I. Ju- it was more. It wasn't so much the alcohol. It was just more that I bored someone to that degree. I was saying earlier how this Dutch John, man had actually walked walk off. off. Yeah, yeah he yeah. walked. He'd actually. You know, walked. it might
2: be to, to give you the benefit of the doubt. It might be that you knew too much.
5: <laughs> oh. Because I, it's a I don't know about league. you, but in, <laughs> yeah. if
2: I'm in a conversation, you ever been in a conversation in the pub about I don't know whatever, any big news story? Mm-hmm. I won't name one. At can't random. think of any at no, the moment. Now, and and someone comes in and they they obviously know quite a bit about it, yeah. ruins it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> completely ruins it. It happens at football sometimes. You have oh, a person sitting there in know all about tactics and you know, yeah. and all know oh, no, actually that that was an offside. But I don't want to know that. I want to have a conversation. Uh-huh. I don't want to be crippled with facts.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And politics, it's easy to get real detail in it. Yeah. And but you don't want to. Talk- and really boring. <sighs> yeah. Like the irony for me is that you appeared on Question Time when you'd been sober for ages, where mm. politics, I think, is one of those conversations that you do get a bit more interesting when drunk. Yes, you know. I would agree with that. If central reservation frank had been on question time, I think it would have been a different episode. Oh my it?
3: god, I'd have wanted ringside oh. seats for that. <laughs> wouldn't that have been
4: exciting? Or if question time had been on a central
5: reservation <laughs> <laughs> a
2: week and I wasn't really I was I just found I was found <laughs> and uh, and put on the panel because someone hadn't turned up.
4: Yeah. See, maybe they should just give them all a drink. Like.
3: I don't like it. I, can you sense when you've bored someone, though? I did it once to yeah. the South African ambassador, and he <laughs> walked off.
4: Were you discussing the Ferrero Rocher?
3: No, but I did, he said, I've got to go and talk to some of my colleagues now. <laughs> I saw him propping up the bar five minutes later. There were no colleagues. No. who was colleagues, it's, for goodness sake. At say. least he
4: gave you an exit line that
2: time. It's tough, I must say, I mean be- becoming a parent that you really do you you find mm-hmm. new depths of boredom. <laughs> You do, you bore people, people who don't have kids. It's like crossing the house for a politician. When you don't have kids, it's it's incredibly boring people talking about their kids. And then when you do have kids, it's the most fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, I we gave um, my my son, Boz, we gave him his first solid food yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's the story. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's up there with the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't have children, it's just some stupid story. So... Um, but at least it doesn't include... Yeah, it's like that episode of The Simpsons, isn't it? Ah, no. oh, <laughs> sh- sure, Rob. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
1: Frank,
3: we were talking about being boring. <laughs> yeah. And, and we
4: haven't consulted the Oracle or How many here. people Have? are at home now saying, Yeah, you are, you are, boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, you're boring. But you know what?
2: I don't know. I, and I love that.
4: I think I have a voice that can take boringness to a new level. It's an almost zen oh, God, level that I can... He's
2: mentioned it. He's brought it up at last. <laughs> oh, <my God.
4: laughs> Do you remember that time I came in and told you all that I'd eaten peppercorns the night before? Yes. <laughs> yes. And that uh, you forget how hot they are. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you forget how hot they are. You all ruined me for the whole morning. I've yeah, got was... that in my game. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were once in our kitchen and she said to me... Um, can you ask your mum to um, keep any jam jars that she's finished with? Because I might make some jam. And I went, yeah, yeah, I'll ask her when I next see her. And then she went, is this the most boring conversation we've ever had? I said, I think it might be up there, yeah. Yeah. It's really boring. See if
2: Katz says that I check the league table on my iPhone <laughs> which I keep of the most boring conversations we've ever had. I it's don't mind, like you know. you got to need light and dark. It's like it's yeah. like Milton's Paradise Lost. It's mm. not all brilliant. You need the the, the, the slightly dull bits, so the other mm-hmm. bits rise like a mighty literary falcon. It's I the agree.
3: connecting tissue, isn't it, between Love the it. meat. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm.
2: I have a, I have a sort of a conversation you know you know the the iPod shuffle? Yeah, I have a conversation version of that. So if, if there's a, a lull, I've got a few things. i mentioned it before. Bermuda Triangle, always straight in Bermuda <laughs> oh, Triangle. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> or um, uh, careful where you are with that.
2: I've been I've been like with <laughs> someone. It goes a bit goes a bit quiet. And, 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 you know, you start to feel that awkward. It's a terrible panic. It's gone mm-hmm. quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'll say the hovercraft never really caught on, <laughs> like people said. It, Said it was going to... It's always... You can use that, anyone at home. It's always... People go, oh, yeah, they offer the
0: craft. You'd be surprised how people's faces light up. Absolute, absolute.
1: Absolute.
0: radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This
2: is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cock. You can text us on 1215, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Frank on Absolute. So, um...
4: Very good. Really good. I'll
2: tell you what I enjoyed this week, a bit of a celebrity feud...
4: Oh yeah. Oh. I always like a feud in the. Uh, Is it in the, um, the family? Is element. it that one between me and Gary Barlow because he got that part in Miranda? <laughs> Is it that one? Ah. Oh. It's, it's not that particular I one. I think the papers largely ignored that when I brought it up a <laughs> fortnight ago. I think your management quashed
2: it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they've got that. Um, I'm, I'm talking about De Niro, Jay Z. Similar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, in case you don't know about this. Um, it's an odd thing, because Jay-Z approached Robert De Niro and said... Well,
3: they were at Leonardo DiCaprio's birthday party, we should say. Mm. Um, they weren't in a wimpy or something. And he
2: went over and, and said, Hey, how you doing? You know, the way they do the rappers.
3: I think bro was used.
2: Yeah, You think? You don't think he went over and went, What's <laughs> up? No, <laughs> I hope so. I hope he went over and did the crazy frog in his entire... Just to see Robert De Niro saying... So, um, anyway, he said, oh, how are you doing? And De Niro said, I've found you six times. You never got back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, is that... That's rude, he said to him. It did apparently say that's rude. Oh, I yeah. like it. Quite old yeah. school,
3: old man that's insult rude. that.
2: yeah. Parental guidance. That's rude. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's right. It is rude. And I've heard he's got quite a temper on him. Um, Has he? Bob De Niro. Elton John told me that... Uh, Quang! Yeah. <laughs> that, he used to call him Elton John had this thing of calling all his male friends by female names. You know. Yes, I've heard. You know about the way that the, yeah. the homosexuals do that in a, in a light-hearted oh, fashion. God. Yeah, and they sometimes and,
4: call fellas "her." don't Yeah, they? which I always find—I
2: have to say—very hilarious. Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> um, he to, is. He used to call Robert De Niro <laughs> Roberta, and apparently he used to get really <laughs> angry about it. Um,
3: yes, he seems the type.
2: So I think, yeah, I think he's a—he's a, he's a smouldering
4: cauldron of rage. Yeah.
3: It, it really upset me, this.
4: Did it? <laughs> yes, because... <laughs> what, more than Gary Barlow getting yes. my bottom? around
3: What is it with these people and their stupid honesty? Preserve the social hypocrisy. He shouldn't yeah. have said that. I was cross yeah. with him for saying that. With Robert? Yes. I, d- I think he should have been hi- totally hypocritical. No,
2: I thought the line clearly should have come from J.C. When someone says, you never got back to me, never... I, d- I don't think mm-hmm. I... I don't think I got that actually. Oh. My phone, I something wrong with my phone. I, I, that, you're about the third person who said to me, "Oh yeah, you didn't get back to me about." Oh, you're good.
4: It. You do all that. I yeah. believed you even then yeah. when you were reenacting it. Yeah, that's you like- are. A- can I say, I have to do. what
3: I do when I'm calling people, Frank, if I have to call more than once, just FYI anyone that knows me, if I say <laughs> this, I'm absolutely livid, I say, I feel like I'm stalking you, <laughs> yeah. and I laugh, uh-huh.
5: and
2: yeah. what I
3: actually mean is, you've turned me into a stalker, because
2: yes. <laughs> you've ignored me. I never make the second phone call. <laughs>
4: Don't you? No. Well, if Jay Z had obeyed that rule, he would have saved himself five phone calls, wouldn't he? I yeah. mean,
3: always the money with you. But always know, it was Robert De Niro.
4: Robert De Niro that was calling him. <laughs> but wasn't, phone you know.
3: calling is, is
2: I find a stressful business.
3: If if I got a phone
2: message out of the <clears throat> blue from Robert De Niro. <laughs>
3: not going to happen.
2: It would give me stomach trouble. The <laughs> idea that I've got to phone back Robert De Niro, yeah, I'd get yeah. so anxious about that. Honestly, <laughs> it would make me... Do you think that's what it was? That I... Jersey was just a bit scared to call him back? <laughs> I think, it wants to call Robert De Niro, you know? And also... Then you're going to say something stupid, aren't you? And, oh, yeah, yeah. Can oh, I man. be
3: honest as well? A bit old school of Bob to be leaving the uh, the old voicemail. <laughs> That's only, only like Michael Parkinson and people do that now. What is it? Hello, I'm calling... People text and email. I do Michael Parkinson's
2: got a mobile, so <laughs> there's no texting option.
4: But also he's a... Um, he can't
2: find his landline. He's never going
4: to find a mobile. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's a nose breather as well, isn't he, Robert De Niro? He's one of those... Yeah, he is oh,
5: another
3: thing. Yeah. Uh, can I say... <laughs>
2: can I say, I feel sorry for the listeners that they didn't see that impression. It was like Robert it was, De Niro. It was, was very it, good, wasn't it? No, but I'm not being ironic, it was really good.
4: Yeah, it was. Really and uh, good. he's got that downturned smile thing, but if he leaves a voicemail message just doing that, it's going to sound like a heavy breather, isn't it? Robert De Niro in a huff on the phone is just...
5: Uh-uh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he still should have got
2: Stop. back to him. Surely Robert, maybe he found him out the blue, so he didn't get the Robert De Niro name come up on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Similar thing happened to me. The, no, a, a man I'd barely met. Suddenly, Neil Morrissey called me <laughs> and said to you... Quite, Mel, You've Mel. been quite yeah. the name-dropper, no. this Neil, M-
4: Neil
3: Morrissey, FYI, doesn't count. <laughs> Carry on, <laughs> on.
2: No, come on. <laughs> this is this is ten years ago Pretend or more. lad. And uh, he was. Oh, a
3: beer! I hate beer. No,
2: he um, he phoned me up and said, "Do you want to see Van Morrison at Caesar's Palace, Luton?" Extraordinary
3: invitation. And, uh, <laughs> Extraordinary.
2: I I said yes. I you know I mean, who could say no. Um, Jay Z. <laughs> that, that would be it. <laughs> but um, so you know, it, it can be quite um, celebrities. I think they feel they can just phone each other because they're, they're in the brotherhood.
1: Yeah. Frank. Radio.
4: Absolute Radio. I was doing one of my little stand-up comedy gigs, you know, I'm still on the... Still uh, doing that? Still on the <laughs> comedy circuit, oh, okay. yeah. I'm not just lying back on all my filthy absolute lucre. I'm no. I'm still, still gigging away. And, uh, and a bloke decided to heckle my shirt last night. I had a nice flannel checked, like a Fred Perry number on. Oh, OK. But, oh, I know it. But he did it with a little smile as if to go, I'm helping you out, mate. And... It's not a great heckle to pick a shirt, what what did he actually say? He said something like, "All right, mate, you've got a horrible shirt on." That oh, was what he said. But it was as if he was trying to help me out because he started it with "All right,
2: mate." I blame uh, the comprehensive freddy. education system. Yeah, I'm
3: oh, not no, sure he's going to go on about Jamie's school dinners again.
4: I'm not sure he'd <laughs> attended that. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, up there with the uh, with good quality heckles is. Uh, you know Sir Peter Hall, the founder of oh, the Royal Honor. Shakespeare Company?
2: Yeah, I, I read about his uh, He's heckling.
3: Oh, can I he's, just say, this is one of my favourite things that ever happened yeah. in the history of human existence.
2: Sir Peter Hall was a very famous uh, theatrical director. He's how old? Yes, oh, okay. eighty-one.
3: Yeah, 81, I'd say. Yeah, and he, I mean,
4: fair play. The fact that he's mm. still getting about. He mm. claimed, I don't know if well, that's not in the story, but oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he claimed that he dozed off. And that he woke up and he was disorientated. Sure, he did. But people say that he heckled. It doesn't work, and you don't work. It is not good enough. I could be at home watching television. Now, that is a quality heckle. Yeah,
3: particularly as it was the lady from. It was the lady from Downton Abbey, and a man I can't remember his name. He always plays a cop with marriage problems. Ken Stott, brilliant oh, yeah, actor. A Ken Stott, brilliant yeah. actor in Uncle Vanya.
4: Yeah, the whole of Russia is our orchard. Um, Excellent. See that there. It oh. became.
2: I felt I was. I was in the uh, in the Urals. Oh,
3: hmm?
4: <laughs> it smell like it.
3: <laughs> you want to get that scene too? You yeah. know what
4: I like about this? The fact that Peter, Sir Peter Hall, give him his full handle. Mm. He uh, he said I could be at home watching television because that elevates his status. If he'd said I could be at home watching TV, that sounds a bit yeah. X Factor, doesn't it? But if he says, I could be at home watching television, it sort of gives the impression, I'll be watching a documentary on like BBC4 about bridges. But television just... It but sounds quality, doesn't it? I, I like his apology as well. Yeah. If, if you're going to apologise for heckling
2: someone and saying that, that it's not good enough and stuff... The, the, your excuses. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean it. I was asleep. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. In fairness,
3: I often wake up and say it's not good enough, but that's another story.
2: Um, <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> I think he just got confused, Frank.
2: Oh, he didn't. He was heckling. He was, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, yeah, I, totally. obviously, I would never dream of saying he was drunk, but he, he, I think he was, he was raucous. I don't believe that he dreamt. In the, he fell asleep in the middle of a play he was enjoying, <laughs> and dreamt he wasn't enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> was you ever done that? No, also, I haven't. I think
3: he was. T- no, but I have gone to Romeo and Juliet and said cheers when they drank the poison. I'm not <laughs> nice. proud of it. I was at school. We got asked to leave.
2: Yeah, I went to. Uh, I went to a. a it was a Macbeth, and mm. uh, in, in um, Malvern. Lovely. And there's a bit where the bloke looks up and he imagines, you see, he can see something imaginary in the air and he says, uh, is this a dagger I see before me? And a voice behind me said, they should have had one on a string. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it completely
4: spoilt it. Well, I am, I was actually the victim of a, Theatrical heckling. When I was a teenager, I played Romeo in a Dewsbury Arts Group production of uh, Romeo <laughs> yes. and Juliet. It's
2: like a deep pit that we keep getting. <laughs> yes. the, the bucket keeps going a bit further yes. down. Yes! You when played the,
4: Romeo? I played Romeo, Excellent. and when, when I killed um, Tybalt. No, m- hold Tybalt. on, spoiler alert! <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry, anybody that uh, hasn't.
2: Someone's probably on their way to see st- Romeo and Juliet tonight. <laughs>
4: Anyway, that was in our version of the production. I don't know what other Romeo and (laughs) Juliet are like. But uh, the the lad that I was doing it with, uh, Simon Beaumont, was quite acrobatic, so we did this big sword fight. Oh, that sounds a
3: bit sleazy. He
4: could fall off this big shelf, and it was quite... um, Big shelf? There was a big bit of staging, so there was sort of a four or five foot drop, and I would stab him and he would fall off it and roll. And It was quite... um, Dramatic. He he fell
2: off a big shell. It's a stage fall,
3: darling. He did a stage fall, yeah. Sounds
4: like the borrowers. (laughs) He did a stage fall (laughs) and then rolled. Do you mean balcony? Yeah, it was sort of a little. Anyway, at one point, one night, did the stabbing, um, and a woman in the audience. very loudly went oh there's no need for that <laughs> <laughs> so, and she was right in a way if only society had listened to that woman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> turned out she'd been asleep and woken up no. uh, yeah I bet uh, <laughs> mate, he, was, he was just bored mm.
2: <laughs> there is a long section in uh, Uncle Vanya about why the hovercraft didn't catch up <laughs> <on. laughs>
1: <laughs> Frank Frank Skinner
0: on Absolute Radio
1: Absolute Radio
2: See where we're where we're going back to. Guess.
5: Email corner.
2: Quite sorted out that harmony, but I'm working on it.
4: Um, I'm, I'm going to read an email now that's going to test my ability. I mean, uh, we all remember. They when... They do it, generally, <laughs> <laughs> but this one this one begins with some of the French language, and I have no French, oh, as they say. Got...
3: I'm good at French.
4: Shares Monsieur Radio, monsieur. Mademoiselle Emile et La Coco van, <laughs> J'adore le
5: show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Let's go that out of the way. With thank goodness for that. Aldi, um, actually, just just a second. For anybody, things to set the. Th- would you
2: like? Would you like to try that again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay.
4: Cher Monsieur Radio, Mademoiselle Emile et Kocovin. J'adore le show. I think that helps. I think that helped. Do you know I
3: th- your accent was at least 40% better?
4: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I really I th- think, I it think it
2: helped. It's, it's very hard to speak French without an accordion accompaniment. uh uh-huh. <laughs> I think I remember. That's the first sentence on my Rosetta Stone book.
3: <laughs> You're still doing
4: that? Do you remember Rosetta Stone? Yes. What a soul singer. <laughs> um, I listened to the podcast whilst running in Saint-Gervais in the God French God, Alps. God. <laughs> he's, he's, God. Been, he's been canonised. <laughs> He won't like that. I mean, you know, people
2: were martyred. One stupid <laughs> dance straight through.
4: Um, I have an obscure crush which I thought I'd share. My OC is Emily. Wait, oh, nice. don't get the hump, Emily. It's only obscure because I'm a happily married female with no penchant whatsoever for ladies.
2: One often wonders if happily married women have these thoughts.
4: Yeah. <laughs> now we know. Often. Yeah. What does one often wonder It Well, <laughs> well, well often.
2: Three times a week?
5: <laughs> two, day,
2: two days each, thought.
5: <laughs>
4: <That> <laughs> she continues. Uh, I, I guess it's like Alan's OC for Beckham. a oh, um,
3: in good company.
4: She could have added in brackets, and also Olof Melberg. Yeah. Um, what about mine for... Um, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. That was... Uh, that and mine
3: st- for Vince Cable.
4: That was a strange period. OK, that own.
3: one's a bit weird. <coughs> I accept. Yeah.
4: As continues. you were. She continues, how she manages to be witty, intelligent and fantastically cutting in a good way without ever falling into the mean cow category <laughs> is remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> I marvel at her emphatic so nose. We didn't read out Praise. That's, that's a house oh, no. I know. can't carry on, can it? Surely is it there's a, a sting crazy? in the tail. it a bit when asked a question, Emily deems beneath her the definite things she will and won't do or wear or be seen dead with and how she names things or gives them acronyms. It's all pulled off with such a plomb. I'm forever saying her catchphrase too. No, not filthy creep, but rather, er, uh, that makes me feel sick, Frank.
3: Oh, I, I love that catchphrase.
4: <laughs> there's no end of use to it. Uh, She's not, no not the first to woman use. to use that catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> So here's why it's in. Uh, so, Emily, in a Queen's move, if you're ever in the Alps, I'd be more than happy to take you for a ski. That is all. The uh, official absolute Aww. sign-off. Do
3: you and know then, that's made my day?
4: That's from Sarah. And she then continues, P.S. Emily. Oh, what? She wants to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Um, She uh, continues, uh, you once mentioned a classmate called Cornelius Wright. Yes,
3: he was the school hunk.
4: Well, guess. The school hunk was called Cornelius Wright. Yeah. (laughs) That tells you something. If if he'd have been at our school, he'd have been Chinese burned into (laughs) hospital (laughs) with that name. (laughs) He wouldn't have been the school hunk for long at my school, that's for sure. I can assure you he is alive and well and living in the Alps near St. Gervais. He heard of his mention. He heard of his mention. (laughs) There's still hope.
1: <laughs>
4: feeling, uh, corny Is he known as
2: corny? He What's was all corny Corny, Was right? he really? Yes <laughs> It's a different world
0: absolute, absolute
1: Absolute radio.
0: Frank Skinner On Absolute Radio
1: Frank
3: um, I, I start with a bit of a thespian background You know I like a story about a sort of over earnest actor
5: mm.
3: So imagine my delight to read about I'm going to call him uh, DDL Calm down, everyone. Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm talking uh, about.
2: He's okay. he earnest. Oh, is oh, he yeah. earnest?
5: Oh.
3: Yeah. Um, he's been doing what I call a bit of a, a Suchet, a David Suchet because you know when David Suchet plays Poirot, he orders, he insists on speaking in a French accent as mm. Poirot, and um, DDL does the same, doesn't he? He's very into his method. But playing Abraham Lincoln, apparently he's been taking the part so seriously that he was texting his co-star um, Sally Field in the character of Abraham Lincoln, which yeah. I think sounds quite strange. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. He I,
3: maintained this. Well, the fact that he was texting
4: as yeah. Abraham Lincoln. He's yeah. stretching it
2: a bit now, isn't he?
4: You think so?
3: It must have got irritating
4: I as can well. really identify with this, because when I played Romeo for Jewsbury Arts Group, <laughs> I frequently emailed Friar Lawrence in character. <laughs> what, what,
2: looking for a few herbs on the side? <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> I would email Friar Lawrence... Discussing an apothecary. <laughs> yeah, he'd always got a potion if
2: uh, <laughs> if required. He's quite a character. Mm. Yeah, I um I wonder if um, in the past he's he's texted with his big toe.
3: Who DDL?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's my, For left foot. my left foot.
3: Oh, <laughs> very good, Frank. It's, it's but an odd thing. What did the text now. say? I'd pay a grand to see those texts. <laughs> I would pay a grand. The
2: thing is that. Um, Usually these method actors, their their thing is they avoid if they're playing someone from the past, they play all they avoid all modernness. Can I just mm. say
3: I love you when you said these method actors? Yeah.
2: Anthony Cher when he played um Serrano de Bergerac, I think it was. Oh or, yeah. Actually it might not have been him. Anyway, it might have been Cardinal Richelieu. Somebody oh, yeah. French.
4: One or oh. the other. Yeah.
2: He he used to walk up like um. Five flights of stairs from the downstairs dressing room because he couldn't use the lift in character because they didn't have lifts at the time and it would he feels right. it would have spoiled it. So the fact that he can text
3: Yeah, yeah. I think it's silly.
4: I, I find, find that a odd. bit absurd, yeah. Quite, I've
3: seen the
2: trailer have you seen the trailer for the length film? No. films. I mean it looks I mean, he's got the right hat and everything. Oh, right. Well, that's I good. haven't missed any details. <laughs> You'd you oh, hope not the, if he's he got the beard. He's got the beard. And, oh. and, and what he's remembered. And high He's a sole moustache. Oh, lovely. Oh, right, that. That's the, that, that was the... To me, that is the symbol of his independence. Well, I call it army oh, mm. chic. Army oh, chic.
3: May I just say as well, though, Frank, you see, I, I don't approve of method acting. No. Because my mum once told me Johnny Briggs... Mm-hmm. Um, is it the late Johnny Briggs? I think it might. be No, he's still oh. alive. Oh, is he he's still around. Johnny Briggs texting. What was, his, text? what was his character
2: name? In? Mike Baldwin. Mike Baldwin. Mike Baldwin. Oh, yeah, he yeah.
3: said when he was at drama school, he said, "You say your lines, you get paid, you go home." Yeah. That was his attitude to acting, and I think that's a very—I I totally approve of that. So, attitude. if we take
2: the two methods side by side, <laughs> who would you say done better, <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis or Johnny Briggs?
3: I'm Briggs all. I'm that could be Briggs. next week's <laughs> texting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably couldn't have played Mike Baldwin. He'd have been
0: texting on pants material.
1: (laughs) Absolute, Absolute Absolute. Radio.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
4: I used to live near um, Peckham on the subject of Daniel Day-Lewis, and when he was in the film Gangs of New York, he learnt how to butcher in a butcher's in Peckham, and they had a little newspaper article up about it, and the headline was um, Gangs of New Pork. (laughs) 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 which <laughs> I like. Tremendous. And a big picture of him with a meat cleaver, like mm. going, grrr, and the big moustaches.
2: He's, uh, see all the research. Yeah, yeah. I understand that um, Wilkes Booth, who who shot um, Abraham Lincoln mm. in, in the theatre, Claim that he'd fallen asleep and woke up
5: disorientated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could have been at home watching television. <laughs> he said it doesn't
3: work, is what it I believe he It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. work. Actually, why don't
2: they put that on a poster outside the <laughs> theatre? It, it, it doesn't work, Sir Peter Hall. <laughs> <laughs> the theatre could do
4: with some more fun merch, couldn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You don't
2: want, you want light and dark. You don't just want
4: praise outside. Apparently, mm. Daniel Day-Lewis, when he did play Christy Brown in My Left Foot, he, he had... He, he stayed in the wheelchair, didn't he? Oh, did and, he? And what afterwards? I, what at a local hotel? <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, after he'd done the part, you mean? Room no, was no,
4: no. like during the recording, like in between takes oh, he and did stuff a Poirot, like that. He yeah. did the he did the full thing because I met an actor who knew another actor who knew another was actor was that when you did um, and,
3: uh, A&E when I did
4: Jason the Asthmatic on Always <laughs> no, yeah, and but Everyone you've got
3: a lot of contacts in that area got a lot
4: of contacts in that world but apparently he would have the, um, the crew lift him over the cables in his wheelchair that must have been a bit annoying though like if you're on if mm. you're the crew and suddenly you're lifting an able-bodied person
2: well, they should have had a ramp
4: for it. This was a long time ago. It was before ramps. Ramp? It? it was before ramps, wasn't it? Like, it's was always like been ramps. I
3: practical Birmingham solutions. Get a <laughs> ramp.
4: They use ramps
2: to, to build the pyramids. Don't tell me it was pre ramp.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, on set, they didn't have like wheelchair access. That's modern now, isn't it? Wheelchair access.
2: So he pioneered... Uh, yeah, he a, did, in a way. A, a dis- disabled You know what, he, um, yeah, he's
3: too earnest. He needs to do I a nice tellin- rom-com. Reese t- Witherspoon. with a spoon, I'd love that it if he was in good. a rom-com. That would be really good. would you love if- that, Frank? No, that'd be <laughs> Danny does rom-com.
2: I think there could be a, a one-weeker for him in Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him as a trouble. Goody, goody or baddy? I'm thinking probably associate of um, Morgana.
3: <laughs> oh.
4: Yeah. Mm.
3: What is it even on that, Merlin?
4: What BBC is it on? One?
2: Is that that- BBC One on Saturday oh,
3: night. I yes. thought it was live is on it, Sky. Is it
4: straight after or straight before Strictly? It's after, it? Uh,
2: it's after Strictly. the dancing, okay. yeah. Yeah, so you've had the light entertainment and then you get the drama, you see? That's how it goes.
4: <laughs> I mean, in a way, that method acting's dangerous. If I'd actually got the part as um, Miranda's romantic interest, I might have fallen in love with her.
3: Thank you, still yeah. going on about this. once About four times a week. Go. You know the part that Gary
4: Barlow took off me, that part? that part um anyway Frank I'm over
3: it before, before you go oh yeah. I, would Johnny like, Walker. <laughs> I would like yeah. to talk about did you see this woman she's got they're just calling her idiot driver I love her so much Oh, the, the, sign the woman, Cleveland yeah. woman yes so did you see what she did she basically she drove on a stretch of pavement in order to overtake a school bus Horrifying. Come
2: on, we've all done it. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble is that outside schools they put those you know those metal piping things outside oh, the yeah. gate to stop mm-hmm. the kids running out into the road. So mm-hmm. it's a tight squeeze. Oh
3: is that what that is? Oh I thought it was decorative. Um but instead of a kind of stretching chokey, which is what I would have advised, quite hardcore about these things. Yeah. Uh instead they made her wear a sign or carry a sign. Yeah, carry
2: a and what written. it said,
3: um, it says. I'll tell you what it says. Go on.
2: It said only an idiot would have would drive on the sidewalk to avoid a school bus.
3: That's it.
2: And what I didn't like that it doesn't make it clear that it's about her.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could have, that could have been a protester, local parent, unless it was on the back of the sign and it said, "I am that idiots." Maybe I'm
3: with this idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what about Frank?
2: I'm with this idiot. But on the T-shirt, that the, the f- instead of pointing to one side, that the finger points up to a <laughs> yes. face, to a stupid idiot face.
3: I like that the way been... in which she did it. There was some video. She was so horrible. She, you know, when a kid is forced to apologise and says sorry, that's what she did. She was chain smoking, angry. Was yeah, she? she
2: was angry. She. I've seen people with a golf sale sign that look, look chirpier <laughs> than she did. No, I, I think it's... Uh, I, I think it should have been somewhat more embarrassing. They shouldn't make you carry a sign with uh, some personal thing that you don't want people to know, that really, you know... Mm. I'm crippled by sweat rash. <laughs> <laughs> if you had <have> to... <laughs> if you have to start uh, hold the sign... I'll tell you what I don't agree with, making those people hold those um, hungry and homeless signs. Yeah, that seems I harsh, think, to me, it? I mean, that's rubbing salt in the what wounds. crime have they committed? Those people have got enough problems. Yeah. Mm. But it was uh, a... <laughs> If, if, do you think it'll work? I can't imagine that woman next time thinking, oh, I better drive carefully, I'll have to hold the sign again.
3: Mm. I think she probably like the attention as well. Yeah. yeah she seemed yes. the type.
4: Well, it's rare that I agree with um, Jezza. You know, TV's Jezza Clarkson. But apparently, oh, yeah. apparently he recently took to Twitter to uh, use it to expose bad drivers. And he put mm. on, like, the, the driver of the Audi TT with registration... Oh, is, it's either a terrible driver or a maniac and started outing them as bad drivers, like tailgating me on the A40 or oh. whatever. As Which he texts like, from his phone. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a good use of it, Why didn't, he,
3: why didn't he phone,
2: how's my driving?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone ever phone that you so have? You've so phoned, how my I driving? No, I've never phoned, I've never okay. how's
2: my driving? Because I just think, you know, I've got, I don't have time to... It's only really on commercial to, vehicles. To I mean. people. I'm not a support group for other people's driving. No, <laughs> I uh, I don't see why if they do if they drive or commit any crime. If, if we're going to say that it seems that custodial sentences is, is not working as, yeah. as a preventative measure, what about it, instead of the sign, they have to have the crime tattooed on their faces?
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, I quite like that. Yeah, well, that'd, that'd t- be quite
2: a quite a deterrent. Or it, just what
3: you would, really say, would say, like like a doubtful moral character. I think would be good. Like on your forehead.
4: Yeah. People yeah. Know when you're coming. Of doubtful moral care. You'd need a big forehead, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> Luckily, I've got a big forehead. Yeah, yeah. You or me would be alright, but there are yeah. some members of the community that you couldn't even get doubtful on there. I could have an no, a little if by Roger Kipling. <laughs> <laughs> So, that largely overrated poet. Inspirational
2: as, as well as um, de- as a detective. Determin- but would
4: you have it in normal writing or would you have it in mirror writing, like on an ambulance, so that when you looked in the mirror, you got the inspiration? I'd have oh, it yeah. in uh, what's
2: that uh, font? Comedy. Oh, yeah, oh, comic, comic Sans. Sans. Yes. I'd, have, I'd have it in Comic <laughs> Sans, yeah, that, that's the thing.
4: Well, that's the thing about that size. When she's she's going round with the sign saying only an idiot would drive like this, surely there has to be some uniformity so that if other people commit the same crime, they can have the same penance. Like, are they going to have to bring in rules about font size and stuff? Well,
2: it looked like she'd written her own sign.
3: Oh. I think so. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's a bit. See that, I mean, that's that's a tall order. If you're going to top,
4: I'm well, expecting it?
3: how to write.
2: Well, in this country, <laughs> I don't know what the education systems like in America, but I think the sort of people that in, get involved in petty crimes, mm-hmm. um, I, I, the, the spelling's going to be. You're not going to know what they're saying.
4: All over the shop, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. I
2: mean, I don't mean to to categorise. What about if people make? What if you make their devil dogs? <laughs> Where, I carry a sign that says, rescue me from this moron. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just a thought. Anyway, I feel we've uh, put the world to right mm-hmm. in that oh, last link. Rare moment of social responsibility. For yeah, the show
2: and and, and, and uh, sorted. Well, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. It's been uh, lovely to be back after a week's um, sick leave. And um, we love you all.
1: Absolutely. absolute Absolute. radio
0: frank skinner on absolute radio